Hey, he's in green, and welcome to back to my podcast. Today, we're gonna be talking about um, this episode four, and it is about the Congress and its role in the government. So first is how the Congress plays a role in the economy because economy is one of my things and how we can make the economy better by Congress, because we can vote for our Congress members to have a different city, a different view. And what extent does Congress play a role in domestic policy? It plays a role in domestic policy because it is public and that's how we see our economic and domestic policy. So what do you think does Congress play a role in foreign policy? The Congress role in domestic policy can decide whether they support or not and want to help fund it. Oh, so the Congress is the purse of the government. Congress is the purse of the government, so if the president needs help funding, he has to get the Congress to agree with him first to fund him in his decision because he can't use his own money out of pocket. So he has to use Congress. So the Congress has to agree with him. Then they can decide for powers to go on with their decision with the president. So if they decide they want, if the Congress decides, if the Congress decides that they want the powers to go on with the decision, they will make it happen and they will fund it and yeah, it will be the outcome. And if they don't support it, they won't fund it and the plan won't go through that they disagree on. So the Congress play a role in foreign policy by giving them power. The military force can't declare war by itself. The president is the commander in chief. So, foreign policy if the U.S. is going into war, they cannot declare war by themselves. So, I'm gonna say it's a little So they can't record war by themselves against 
the other side or China or somebody. So yeah, I'm telling how now deciding to start a war. They can't declare war by itself, but some people believe they should be able to declare war by themselves because you can say they can't get commanded right away in a war needs to be started or something like that. They can do that. And bring it to another state. So the president should be the commander in chief, even though he's president and secretary in chief. They should give another person a chance, as in somebody on the military force, to help him. So if they ever need to go into war, he will be. Some targets <laughs> plays a role in the domestic policy, and they play a role in foreign policy. So, Congress plays a lot of roles, and we can vote for congressmen in the United States and for our state so we can help decide what we want in our city, what we want in our economic. Do we want the better and how can we make it better by voting for our Congress and stuff. The difference between mandatory and discretionary spending. Mandatory is our spending in the economy. Our spending. So the the if you pay from a government. This not money, but it's going back into the government. So it's still spending money, but it's going back into the government. So money just go round and round. Money make the world go round. So that's another thing. And discretionary will not incur limits. Congress asked on it, so if they need to find something, that's how it's gonna go. They gotta act on it for it to be funded. So that's how it goes. And mandatory spending is divided into categories. Because all the United States, all the United States are really divided into three categories. It's mandatory spending and discretionary spending. It's another one. But the main ones are 
mentored in this picture. So examples of mentor spending are Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, stuff like that. So that's how people get money from the government. But it's not from Congress, from the government. But you still, you know, you like student loans, that's military spending, because insurance, military. It's important because it plays a large, it plays a role in, a large role in fiscal change. During, I don't know, time downs, government was gonna decide if expenditure rise and more become eligible for mandatory programs, such as unemployment, insurance and security cards housing deficits and stuff like that so that's how that works that's how mandatory spending works but discretionary spending is government spending and paying like doing a portion's bill this spending is an optional part of fiscal policy in Contrary social programs, for which funding is mandatory and determined by number of positions. And examples of discretionary spending in the military finance, yeah. area funds, national defense, foreign aid, education, and transportation. So things like that. I could be better in else put in. And policies and the difference affects uh, the ability of Congress and President because it's different because government have mandatory standing. And discretionary spending. So that's how it works. Everything in the government is military, and the government, the Congress, can. Decide what the government can't. So that's how it goes. Okay, and next, 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 in conclusion, in conclusion, Congress has the most control over. How U.S. government out it and everything period. So this really is. And so my thing goes back to my theme. Congress has most control, so that's how I can help the government and change it and make it better. That's how it can be different. And you know, 
And one more thing to add, like, let me see if you're listening. Kim, like, helping with my baby because, like, he and I did this an effort because I put a lot of effort in this. He got all my episodes of effort. And I put so much effort. Thank you. But yeah, that's it for my podcast today, I guess. And yeah. See you next episode. I'm probably gonna do my next episode right now. Okay.